Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here good we are. morning. Uh, End Times Friday, so we're uh, continuing our series uh, I know that people are, uh, we've had a lot of feedback about how they're excited they've been to yeah, just see what the word has to say about this uh, mm-hmm. and to understand it. And again, as we've, we've spoken, Jesus said, watch the signs, um, you know, pay attention, be obedient, uh, understand what he's trying to reveal to us. And uh, remember, Revelation is part of the Bible. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Intimidating and, uh, as it may be. In <laughs> uh, um, uh, one of our members of our small group, um, just said they were led to Daniel uh, to look at, mm-hmm. at some truth in Daniel just about them personally but then got led into what we've, we've shared with about the, the verses that he got into where he received you know, way mm-hmm. back when uh, here's what's going to happen at the end and, right. uh, so he, he had said you know, it's really interesting stuff and he said he's going to go back and l- listen to the podcast I said, well, hmm. we, we've talked about this, uh, and Daniel has a lot to say, and we help unpack that a little bit. So he's going to go back and, and uh, understand what Daniel had to say. But, um, you know, you got Daniel, you got the Gospels, you got a lot of things that Paul has spoken of, of and particularly Revelation, uh, that describes it all. Um, right. Remember, he took John, John and said, who was exiled in the island of Patmos, uh, I'm going to take you up and show you actually what's going to happen and you observe it and then write it down. Write it down. <laughs> um, and again, revelation is not necessarily sequential because mm-hmm. it was. That's uh, an important thing I think that you share because that yeah. helps me when I go back through it now to yeah. recognize yeah. it's not supposed to be sequential. No, even. it's not supposed to. And it, it would be like, I'm going to show you some things and then you say, well, I'd like to learn more about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me take you deeper into that, um, and mm-hmm. that's how it was. That's how it was written. So it wasn't, you know, A to Z, you know, sequential. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, now that you've shown me that, could you help me understand this deeper? Okay, let me show right. you that. And, and he, he does. And yes. He does. And, and let me show you that. Uh, so we've gone through, again, the last week of Daniel, uh, the tribulation. Mm-hmm. It starts with uh, one world government. One new economic system, which, by the way, there's again uh, discussion uh, uh, worldwide of globalization, one world government, and it's called the Great Reset, uh, and a lot of discussion about that. Uh, so it's it's at least it's now you know uh, even you know five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. The thought of one world government and and the, the Great Reset wasn't even discussed. Right, uh, and it's not something. Or if it was discussed, it was discussed more behind closed doors. Right. This is this is very out in the open. You can yeah. 
read it on multiple sources on websites from you know the world economic forum all kinds of different things yeah. so it's it's definitely being discussed by mainstream leaders everywhere yeah yeah and you got the council for what's called council for foreign relations uh, CFR uh, mm-hmm. it's a global group they meet periodically mm-hmm. and you, you can go you know get on their website and and you can see their stated purpose mm-hmm. is to bring about one world government uh, mm-hmm. the uh, you know the uh, central banking system uh, the Rothschilds they state you know that their goal is one world government um, so it's not like you say it's not really hidden anymore right uh, it's kind of out there uh, with a desire for groups to bring about one world government, um, even the governments themselves. So the United States talks about globalization. Uh, Europe talks about globalization. Uh, the Middle East talks about globalization. Of uh, bringing about one world government is is more and more thought of as maybe that will be an answer to a solution. And we've kind of seen it with COVID that. The, the WHO, <laughs> who, <laughs> who, who? Uh, WHO, um, World Health Organization, uh, basically as, as COVID was uh, uh, functioning, uh, they said, here's the answer. And you got to isolate and you got to mask and you got to take vaccines. And, and the world kind of willingly accepted it. Um, right. As we know about the tribulation, uh, it's willingly accepted. Um, it mm-hmm. appears it happens out of an economic collapse, right? Not, not a not a forceful uh, military takeover, but rather right. a economic collapse. That they come out with a solution. Hey, let's let us let us operate differently with ten right. unit, ten units. That people embrace as a as a good idea. Yeah, this could this could do it for us. This yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. And yeah. willing to take the mark of the beast in the first two and a half years. Um, are a 10 unit something corporate structure 10 something that goes from uh, the leadership goes from 10 to 7 to 5 to 4 to 3 to 2 to 1 um, and the one left is the Antichrist mm-hmm. uh, and he's the one that that rules uh, the the system the beast and ultimately in the mid-trib uh, uh, he has the abomination of desolation where he says not only am I the leader, but I'm God, right? Uh, and worship me. And by the way, he's a henchman of Satan, who's, right? Who's trying to win, win this ultimate spiritual battle to have the people on earth worship him, not God. Uh, well, can I sidetrack you for a second yeah. as you're talking about that? Um, isn't there something about a mortal wound, him him recovering from a mortal wound, and that giving credency to? Him stepping in then as the Antichrist and saying to worship himself as God. What? It, where does that fit? What's the timing of that part? That fits um, right before uh, the mid-trib that okay. he appears to have uh, experienced a a wound that that he dies from, mm-hmm. um, but he comes back to life uh, and or recovers supernaturally. Mm-hmm. That gives credence to right. well because of what happened right he that kind of sets that stage for the abomination of desolation right yeah that he says he's god and because of what he what he experienced and we could all see it mm-hmm. um i guess i guess he is 
Um, and this is interesting uh, when you think about that. Um, the enemy, who's also spiritual, has power um, and brings deception that there is, there is supernatural things that happen so that um, uh, the power of Satan and Satan worshiping and uh, the, the fulfillment of things that are beyond natural are also able to be performed by Satan right? Um, and the demonic. Um, and we're, we're actually going to look at this uh, issue of uh, deception uh, and how does that work that uh, the enemy uh, is suggesting that we worship, you know, the Antichrist. That brings about God's wrath. But there's a deception about that. Um, and people don't follow because God says, well, do you understand that I'm bringing about this wrath and I'm coming against the world? You need to repent. <laughs> right. Nobody does. Because uh, they're so deceived that, you know, the, the enemy comes uh, and, and f convinces everybody that if we could just get rid of Israel and Israel's God, we can go back to what I was doing, which is bringing about wealth, uh, which, by the way, is a deception. Because remember, right. the nature of Satan is is uh, John ten ten. What is it? The thief is coming. He'll to do kill what? and destroy. Even itself. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a deception that thinking, well, isn't this a good idea? But ultimately, it's going to it would lead to destruction, right. complete destruction. Because his agenda does not change. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, and he's even trying to bring about that, um, so that at the end of that seven years, the Battle of Armageddon in the Valley of Megiddo, uh, they form up to attack and try to eliminate Israel and then uh, obviously any, any semblance of, of uh, believing uh, that Satan is you know anything but what he says. Um, and that's when Christ returns um, at the end of the seven years and he defeats uh, the army at the Battle of Armageddon by just, he said, by my word, you know, because of his power is superior and it literally, right. his spiritual power over, overcomes physically. Right. And it's the spoken word of Sp it, correct? The spoken word yeah. and, and, the, and the, uh, everybody dies. And he said the, the enemy, uh, the Antichrist and the false prophet are thrown into the lake of fire and destroyed, uh, that they, they no longer return any place on earth ever and ever again, says, says Satan is locked, locked up. Locked up, though, yeah. And not destroyed. For a thousand years, right? For a right? thousand years. Um, and, and it said that uh, Christ reigns, again, mm -hmm. with, with uh, individuals, humans, that are sinful nature. What's required for them to understand if they're they, they have they're born with a sinful nature what, what is required of them they still have to come to saving faith in christ yeah they have to believe that christ died for them and offers them eternal life and gives them life now uh, it'll be a lot easier mm -hmm. uh, because christ will physically be here and by the way so will the people that are raptured and, and the people that are martyred uh, they come back and we in our resurrected bodies live with Christ in his resurrected body along with the humans at the same time. Um, and we're reigning, we're leading. You talked about the fact that we'll help them abide, uh, understand the truth of God's word, 
how do they learn to receive that, live it out, have the covenant life uh, during the thousand years, and and the, pop- right. the population is is uh, uh, basically be fruitful and multiply, and it grows and grows and grows. But the majority, uh, and the far majority, almost everybody comes to know Christ because <laughs> Christ is here, and we're mm-hmm. here doing these cool stuff. Uh, why and bearing witness to it all. Yeah, yeah, bearing witness to it now. Now at the end of it, the thousand years. It says Satan's released, and he is given one more opportunity to deceive those. Um, okay, now think. Don't about you that. in that moment wonder why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we just be done with him? Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> That's is a that? question I'll have for God. Someday. Well, <laughs> well, part of it is is what we learned um, as uh, remember in our study on. Um, the overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety that mm-hmm. we talked about Joshua. And he says, God has given you the covenant. Right. You've experienced it. Everybody has experienced it. Right. He says, kind of what's important next is who are you going to follow? Who's this day who you're going to serve? Who are you going to yeah. follow now? And, and as for me and my house, you know, we're going to follow and serve God. Well, mm-hmm. it's all about heart. Mm, uh, yeah. And who do you have a heart to follow? And out of the free will, I still give you opportunity. They'll give you the to, choice to not yeah. follow me. And so at the very end, okay, now you've got Satan who's released again. He says he brings deception. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> think about deception. Uh, at the at the end of the thousand years, um, Christ has been there. The population has followed Christ. We're there, or if we're raptured, we're there. Um, think about deception. Mm-hmm. With all of that, how is it possible that people are deceived? Right. So what what would be the answer? Christ is physically here. Mm-hmm. People are coming to know Christ. And at the same time, when the enemy's released again, he brings about deception. Okay, so <laughs> how how does deception happen? Well, it's usually, honestly, just a little off. It, you know, it's it's a skewed version. He enters in and and places just a little bit off of plumb line, yeah. and in doing that, draws people and draws them back into self, and they start listening to that. And when they get their eyes off Jesus, then there we go. I mean, we we get, we get deceived all the time when we allow ourselves to shift our focus from Jesus. Yeah. Remember deception is see is, is that what, what God speaks and says and is true. We don't see it as truth. Right. Um, Right. And the enemy is working to thwart that. Right. And And it doesn't have to be a complete opposite of truth. It can just be, a little bit off and that's the more powerful lie actually yeah yeah and, you know and again the the uh, uh the deception is around why would you want to believe that mm-hmm. that that's not really so and don't you want to follow yourself mm-hmm. uh and do what you think is right why would you believe that even right. in, even with the evidence of it okay so at the end of it he's released again uh, and said, go ahead, um, I give you permission to uh, offer this deception and people have to choose uh, what is true or what is not. Um, and 
and we say, and you said, uh, and we all say, well, that, it, that doesn't really make sense, right? Um, certainly people won't be deceived because they'll have Jesus in us there. Right, okay, right. Okay, now, now <laughs> we ask that question, and, and he says, uh, well, I've kind of already been through this once. Um, who was physically here already? Right, Jesus was already here. Was already here. Yes. <laughs> uh, demonstrating supernatural work. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, people were deceived. Right. Um, and no, I'm not willing to follow you. Not only am I not willing to follow you, I'm actually going to come against you mm -hmm. and try to eliminate you. Right. Um, okay, now, interesting enough, who primarily was promoting that? Well, at that point, really the Jews. The Jews. The, the Pharisees. Yeah. Uh, the mm -hmm. people who are caught up in law. Yes. So that um, the enemy will again, just like it happened when Jesus was here physically, be already, mm. will work with, with hearts who are religious. Yeah, okay, sure, Jesus is there. Yeah, sure. But why would you want to trust that? Because I'm telling right. you, and like you say, it's just moving away a little bit from the truth uh, that, well, it's a better way to follow religiosity or it's a better way to right. decide to do what you want. And no, you don't want to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. Um, and isn't it a good idea not to? And interesting enough, the conclusion of people is what? Yeah, I guess so. Right. Uh, doesn't make sense to us because we're saying, well, Jesus is doing But haven't you seen? Don't you, you get know, it? He's <laughs> performing the supernatural uh, and doing all these fantastic things. But there's this element of deception, which... So even then, people will be drawn away. Would be drawn away. Now, remember, mm -hmm. um, and, and if, you, if you have your Bible, if you have your Bible open, you can go to... I'll pull it up online. Go to here. James chapter 1. Okay. Um, and read verses uh, 12 through 16. Uh, and this is right. this is how it works. Um, okay. James 1, 12 to 16, what does it say? Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Mm -hmm. Let him, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, bring, brings forth death. Yeah. Uh, so he says, well, how does it work? Um, Satan appeals to what? Self. To self, yeah. Uh, don't you want to run your own, basically run your own life and and let me appeal, uh, the enemy says, let me appeal to that and draw you away mm -hmm. from what? Following God. From following God, right. Because why? What it's you... interesting. Go ahead. Um, as, as you look at the first verse in there, y'all, blessed is the man who endures temptation. I remember studying, um, it's been a while now, but that word for endures is hupamino. Yes. Which that that root word there is mino which is abiding and yeah. when you dig into that it's really blessed is he who 
it bides under the authority of God. Yes. So staying with him and staying under him, surrendered to him, that is how you endure temptation. Yes. So um, what is the deception? God's word isn't mm -hmm. actually true. Isn't actually true, right. And, and don't you want to? Mm -hmm. Follow a different way. Your own basically. And wouldn't this own. be? Wouldn't this be better? And it's you know it even says you know he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed when we're when we surrender our you know when we surrender to our own fleshly desires yeah. really yeah so it's operational. See in the church today uh, mm -hmm. where he says you know people are going to be deceived. Um, how could a believer, and how can those next to a believer, be deceived? Because they've stopped what, and you you just they stopped abiding. You stopped abiding, right? I stopped following. because that. I mean, he says right there that is how we endure the temptation is yeah. we, we abide and we stay surrendered to his authority and his word and his word and we say, I believe his word to be completely true. Mm -hmm. So that uh, today, um, you know, the very thought of, uh, well, yeah, but um, I don't see it happen much. Um, so that uh, isn't it a good idea to express love in a different way and to follow my own way and um, globalization isn't that a good idea and a variety of things of uh, uh, you know uh, marriage isn't between a man and a woman it's, it can be between lots of different uh, thoughts and why well because um, I'm not biting and not being asked mm -hmm. to abide in the truth, you know, what's the truth? Um, which God has already spoken through his word. And, right. and abide in his word to, he said, if you abide my word, you will know the? The truth. And the truth will? Set you free. Okay, now think about the opposite. If you don't abide in the word, mm -hmm. you're not going to know what? You will not know the truth. And, and be, you will stay in bondage. And you'll be <laughs> staying in bondage, he says, because you'll be appealed Mm -hmm. to self that would right. draw you away to sin. What's sin? Error. Mm -hmm. And I think error is good, and, and I'm going to follow that because I've been deceived. And so he says, Satan is coming back at the very end right? with everybody that has been following God, with, with God himself physically here mm -hmm. again. By the way, he was here before. Right. Um, and he's given it one more good try. <laughs> and and we get to be with him. So they see they see this amazing mm -hmm. capability of the the life of God that appears uh, in a physical form and yet people don't follow him. So that right. uh, again think of of uh, the New Testament Christ was was resurrected. What did he do? Before he was taken up into heaven, what did he do? He was oh, phys I, physically here. Right, right. Uh, he walked it, among people and, and, his and reappeared in, and his, in his resurrected body. In his resurrected yeah. body, doing supernatural stuff. Right. Well, the Pharisees said, we're going to snuff it out. Mm -hmm. Okay, we know one of those. Who was the chief one that wanted to snuff it out? Saul, um, who turned into the apostle, and he was purposely uh, there at the stoning of Stephen, 
um, I'm going to go snuff this out purposely, I'm, and I'm going to work at it. And he got permission from the high priest. Can right. I can I snuff it out? Yes, go ahead. Uh, he's on his way to Damascus. <laughs> and what happens? God meets him. <laughs> Jesus meets him. Yeah. Um, and he says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul's mm -hmm. response was, this is Acts chapter 9. Saul's response was, who are you? I'm Jesus, the one that you're trying to snuff out. The one that you're trying, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, whoops. <laughs> now uh, you've got my attention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what would you have me do, Lord? Mm -hmm. Which is immediate. Interesting enough that Paul's immediate response is, "Oh, <laughs> um, well, I'm I'm listening, hearing, experiencing you, the resurrected Christ. What would you have me do? Right. And go to the city, and and you'll be told what to do. You know. And then again, Ananias." Um, hey, Ananias, uh, you go and, and, and uh, lay hands on Saul and restore him. And then Ananias, remember we talked about this, <laughs> Ananias' <laughs> response was, was what? Are you kidding me? Do you uh, know who this guy do you is? Know who this, do you know who you're talking about? You know, uh, he's going to kill me, you know. And no, no, no. Um, um, I've appeared to him, and he's going to lead uh, the, the word to the Gentiles, and He's receiving me, and now I want you to do that. Okay, I'm willing to do that, and he does. Um, uh, and then Saul starts his journey with, interesting enough, uh, God's instruction to Saul was go home to Tarsus. And right. Go, and go abide in the Old Testament, and help me with the Holy Spirit, help you understand what, what, is it, what it's all about. And that's what he did for three years. Right. Um, and he's a student of the Old Testament. And that's why so many of them. And he already knew so much of He knew that well. So yeah. God just had to work the relationship with him then and then bring to life and light the truth of who Jesus was. Yeah. So that um, if you if you go through his letters, mm -hmm. you'll start to realize that, oh, he brings all this Old Testament stuff mm -hmm. forward, but he reinterprets it. Yeah, with with Jesus in light of Holy, who Jesus is. Yeah, and one one of which, by the way, um, is the covenant. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is in Galatians, uh, and he said, "Well, covenant, the promise, the covenant exists. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's still available. By the way, it's only through the seed, Jesus, who's the recipient of of Abraham's promise. And by the way, everybody can receive it now through what abiding in Christ." Um, not be he says not because by the way you're you're a Jewish person who's a uh, in the family of Abraham right it's those that it's have no a heart. longer a birthright yeah it's it's because you, you have a heart to follow God and, and he gets mm -hmm. into this so um, this whole aspect of um, do you have a heart to follow God is based upon a, a one thing that he says I want you to understand my word that I've already written, both Old and New Testament, is true. Abide in that. And as you abide in that, I'll, I'll give you truth. And if you choose not to abide in that, what are you going to get? Deception. Right. So that explains how Satan draws people away even at that point. Because yeah. they stop abiding. Right. And they get convinced, isn't this a good idea, that I get drawn away into error and sin and I've deceived, 
even in spite of the fact that he's physically yeah. there. Because and don't we even it. see that? I mean, we we see that at active on Earth today. When you see even you know pastors that are fallen and things that have gone on that that make the news and it breaks your heart. And at the core of it is is you know when we stop abiding, we're all just subject to the the lies of the enemy and will be drawn away into things that God never intended for us. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know? can, you can, and it's have, a daily uh, choice. Like Joshua said, choose you to choose today who you're going to serve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and even now see, uh, there's, there's, uh, evangelical pastors, mm-hmm. uh, that were very, uh, pronounced in speaking the truth of salvation. Right. And now, you know, many, many years later, because they stopped abiding, they're walking in deception. They and walk in promoting deception. And, and can say, "No, nah, there isn't any Satan. No, there's mm-hmm. there's no hell. Everybody is 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 led to you know ultimately because God is love. Everybody winds up in heaven, and there is no separation." Well, what did they do? They stopped processing the truth and right. came up with their own sense of truth mm-hmm. and what I what I call a sappy view of God's love that well every everything's fine right no it's not uh that's not what and that didn't happen overnight it wasn't an overnight switch it was a drift from from abiding and listening to god and just little by little became skewed right and so what are they doing they're living in deception Mm -hmm. Um, even when they used to know the truth right uh, they could be led away into deception which is what it says um so uh he said you know at the very end um uh, Satan's release deceives people, which is shocking to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says he's uh, uh, captured again and thrown into the lake of fire, and he uh, never again uh, a lot is allowed to impact uh, life because uh, he's an ultimate destruction of, of Satan. Uh, is there okay. a time period listed on when, how long that is, or do we, it, it do we have any reference for time is, on that? It says at the end of the thousand years. So, okay, uh, this could be. My guess is, uh, it's uh, decades, mm-hmm. um, because again, it starts with capturing people who have a heart not to follow God, and I'm a deceived by self, and I build a following, okay. and. Um, I convince people that it isn't right. Like, yeah, yeah, Jesus is there, but it's not real. And, right. Um, so I, I have a, and again, I don't have any, any uh, absolute on this because it doesn't speak right because it. it doesn't say. Okay. Uh, but I have a sense it's decades. Okay. Uh, at the end of a thousand years, well, mm-hmm. sometime in that last century, uh, he's released and he builds a following again. Um, and again, there's people that don't accept Christ. Uh, right. And then it says uh, that uh, uh, he's captured again, he's thrown in the lake of fire, and he no longer ever, ever has any impact on life. Um, so after the thousand years, which is a member of uh, Revelation 21 to 10, which we read, uh, this, uh, this interesting thing happens in Revelation 20, 11 through 15. So go ahead and, and read that. This is Revelation sure. 20. 11 through 15. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. From his presence, earth and sky fled away and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne and books were opened. 
Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, it talks about that uh, everybody um, is written uh, uh, based upon, or is judged according to what, what happened uh, uh -huh. during their lifetime. Um, and again, uh, those he's, he separates those and he says those that were not receiving Christ what happened to them they were thrown into the lake of fire they were thrown in the lake of fire eternal mm -hmm. separation now they're already right. eternally remember they've died and they haven't been with with him because remember we've talked about uh, Christ says uh, and we talked about the the aspect well who is operating during the millennium Again, those that were raptured and those that were martyred, well, that leaves what everybody else that's died already. It says uh, they aren't reunited uh, back with Christ in the millennium, but we know something. We talked about this. When they die, where, who, where do they go? To be they still with go to heaven. They yeah, still go to yeah. be with Christ. Because uh, Paul says to die is gain, and, and mm -hmm. Christ says, I've come to prepare a place for you. I come to get you. Uh, so when we're translated from this physical earth into mm -hmm. eternity, if we're a believer, mm -hmm. we get to be with him. Okay. If we're not a believer, it says you don't get to be with him. Uh, you're in Hades. And mm -hmm. then ultimately, um, he says he's going to take all of that and you're eternally separated uh, from God based upon what it, your your work okay now this is interesting uh, what's our work um, yeah I, I don't know exactly yeah. what they're referring to I'm assuming whether you know, it's, it's your, abiding it, and then producing yeah, fruit it, that your, he has produced it's your yeah. belief, it's your belief. Uh, so if you go to uh, John uh, chapter uh, 5 um, and if you got your Bible, or I could read it, it's John chapter 5, verse 24. Uh, it says something pretty interesting about this. Um, uh, it says um, in verse 24. Can I to read this one? Yeah, uh, I've go got ahead. it. Um, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Yeah, um, so they the, said the, the, uh, it's about, um, you know, what do you believe? Mm -hmm. um, uh, and you, you pass over and that the, the work uh, is, is based upon what you believe. Mm -hmm. So that um, uh, it's, it's your heart that it is judged on have you received believe that Christ is the Son of God and if you have you've passed into eternal life with him right if you haven't he says the judgment means it's it's permanent and, and eternal and you're separated from him forever right uh, and that's where the justice of God comes in right those things that you know 
the only reason that we aren't facing the same thing is that Christ literally redeemed us from that. Right. He, you know, he paid the price for what we should be enduring because of our sins. Right. And so those who have not accepted that then are still, pro they still are subject to judgment for those things, for all of their sins. Right. Um, uh, and uh, it's, it's a matter of, of who you followed. Mm -hmm. uh, did you believe in Christ or do you believe uh, not? And it's, it's real simple. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And that's why this whole idea, even deception today in the church, is what's called universalism. That, well, everybody, everybody gets to go to heaven um, because God is love. And God doesn't want to see anybody, uh, you know, separated from him. Well, he says, love is based on truth. And you have a choice to make. Either you receive me or you don't. If you don't receive me and, and I'm, you know, receive what Christ has done, uh, you aren't going to spend eternity with him. Um, right. You're going to be separated from him. Uh, so um, uh, it's, uh, it's really important to un understand it, you know, that, uh, what do, you know, what do you believe? Um, and, and what is, you know, what is your work? Um, uh, and then if you, uh, uh, if you go to, uh, uh, John chapter six, um, the question comes up, this is in verse 28. Uh, he says, uh, this is a disciples. They say to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? And Jesus answered them and said, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he has sent. Uh, so it's based upon what you believe. Right. Uh, uh, and then um, if you go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, um, and this is uh, Paul writing about this, but go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Uh, it talks about um, uh, what this all looks like in terms of, of our eternal destination. So, um, uh, he says in verse uh, uh, 10, uh, this is 1 Corinthians 3.10, he says, According to the okay. grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and, and another builds on it. Let each one take heed how he builds on it. No other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. If anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will re be revealed by fire. The fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone works which he has built on it endures, he'll receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved yet so uh, through fire. Don't you know that you are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Uh, so he basically says, um, it's all about uh, your work, uh, which you are building on the foundation is of Christ. Okay, now remember, if you're if you're walking with God, right, and you're abiding with God, who's the vine dresser? He is. The so he will choose the work and he will produce the fruit. Yes. Um, so it's based upon are you following his assignment 
Mm-hmm. Uh, in verse 10, he says, we are, this is, excuse me, in Ephesians 2.10. Uh, Ephesians 2.10, he says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared, prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Uh, so it's, are you getting your instructions from right. God that is saying, well, my work is unique to you based mm-hmm. upon what I ask you to be part of, which is abiding and receiving the fruit of walking with me, uh, which will be your transformation and supernatural work. Uh, circumstances will change. I'll right. resolve things for you uh, based upon where I put you. Uh, and that's why it's not about shouldn't isn't it a good idea for me to even serve in this uh, committee at church? Well, the question is, what has God said? Right. And uh, if he's calling you to, if that is an assignment from him, then absolutely. Yeah. If it is not, if it is just self-serving or just man-pleasing, you better not go there. That's it. <laughs> um, and, you know, that goes back to Martha and Mary. You know, as Mary, mm-hmm. Martha said, well, look at what I'm doing. I'm serving God. He said, well, no, you're not. You didn't ask me what's more important right. Uh, at the moment. Um, so that our instruction uh, of, of work is really are you willing to believe what I what I'm giving you and living in it? He said, walk in what I prepare for you ahead of time to enjoy, which by the way could be today. Well, I want you to really invest in your kids, or I really want right. you to invest in your spouse. Uh, and mm-hmm. this is my assignment for you at the moment. And I'll have other assignments for you as you right. as you walk in them. Um, and then he says, so in this great white throne judgment, it's both separating the goat from the sheep, the, mm. those that aren't of the family and those that are, but it's taking the sheep and um, saying, I'm going to judge you too. Um, based on what? What is? And we're believers, so we get to be with him in eternity. Right. But but we will be judged. What's what's our judgment? Mm-hmm. What's the judgment based on? On on our abiding and staying with him, and yeah. then producing what he's asked us yeah. to Walk, do. Walking yeah. with him, so yeah. that um, uh, it'll be. Um, I'm going to review your life, mm-hmm. and did you follow what my life was? By the way, mostly what God says, what I want to do for you. And I just, I just needed you to walk with me. To be with me, right. Uh, and abide with me. And my relationship with you is what I cared about. And by the way, there will be fruit, which will be the work that I ask you to, to be part of. Um, and, and I am going to judge that. So the, yeah. at, the, at the end of millennium is this great white throne judgment separating all that didn't follow him by believing him at all well, you don't get to spend time with me t- at all in eternity. Those that do get to spend with me in eternity. And I'm now going to give you your judgment about your life, which was based on, did you have a heart to follow me or not? Right, uh, and, right. And, and if you did, by the way, I'm doing the work because I'm putting the Holy Spirit within you. Or you went off on your own and you put to death the power of the Spirit. You're, you're at enmity against me. You didn't do anything I asked right, you to do. Right, And you couldn't please me. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal that to you mm-hmm. in this great white throne judgment uh, that you'll be exposed for either you did or you didn't. Um, right. And that's why you know that my heart and my understanding is um, I really 
want to just be faithful to right. walking with God because it does have eternal consequences. Right. Uh, for me, even personally, of the of the reward and the judgment that's going to occur, mm-hmm. even in, in eternity, eternity, based yeah. upon the simplicity of did I have a heart to follow God and let Him right. deliver to me what He what He wanted to do. Which, by the way, uh, and we're going to get into a series on this, is based on the covenant. I'm going to mm-hmm. bless you to make you a blessing. To make you a blessing, uh, right. And I'm going to have you receive and give it away. I'm going to have you receive mm-hmm. and give it away. Did you did you live in that place? Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of simple. Um, well, what kind of life are you living? Mm-hmm. Can you call it blessed? Right. Um, well, how do we call it blessed? Well, God's resolving all the issues of my life. And he's showing me his power, his might, and I get to experience that in a supernatural right. life. And by the way, as you do that, he said, I'm going to have you give that away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of simple, really, uh, to know, am I in that? And if I'm not in that, God says, well, if I was you, how about now? Come back now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let me do it now, which will have an impact on your eternal destiny because this mm-hmm. great white throne judgment is absolute. It's going to happen. Right. And it's all based upon your mm-hmm. heart of what you were willing to follow or not follow. So um, after the millennium um, is this great white throne judgment. And then we're going to learn next what happens after that. Um, and there's a whole cool thing that happens about what he creates next and mm-hmm. what kind of life we live with him into into eternity, which is pretty cool looking forward to that yes so we'll uh, we'll pick that up next week but uh this week is uh, hopefully impressed and this is i think where the obedience comes in is Mm -hmm. the reason that i'm trying to help god speak and i'm trying to help everybody understand it is there will be a millennium there will Mm -hmm. be a great right white throne judgment and do you understand that matters right right and if if it matters wouldn't you want to have a heart to follow me so that your Mm -hmm. work, which by the way, isn't what you've decided is important. It's what I've decided I want to do through you. He says, Mm -hmm. because you're the physical representation of of me, the invisible God, and my life is going to be lived out through you if you have a heart to go, which is my joy, he says, you know, which is kind of cool. Yeah, beautiful. It's just that posture of surrender and enjoying walking with him into what he has for us, which is fantastic. Yes, which is fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So this is why I think part of Revelation is written is that, hey, remember, this is going to happen. And it's kind of this matters. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll pick it up again uh, Monday on our uh, series and overcoming uh, worry, fear and anxiety. But we'll we'll pick this this piece up of it up next Friday and talk about, okay, what's next? Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And thanks again, Rich, for your insight and teaching and just your faithfulness um, to bring God's truth to light for all of us and take us to his word. So I appreciate that. Um, Have a great weekend, everyone. Yep. We'll see you. We'll see you Monday. Sounds great. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.